Welcome back to the Homeschool Advantage Podcast. I'm your host, Bex Buzzy. Today's guest is Sally White. Sally is the creative director of Owl Create Junior. Sally studied and worked within the children's book industry for years before launching Owl Crate's middle grade box. There is nothing more fulfilling to Sally than connecting with kids over the books they are obsessed with and pairing kids who don't think that they are readers with a book that will change their mind. In this episode, we talk about how overcoming the challenge of reading being seen as a chore is really difficult. So they make it the most fun they can with the best stories and activities. Also, how reading for pleasure is probably more important for a child's cognitive development. Lastly, how books have the ability to change our world. So go grab your coffee, go grab your tea and a pen and paper because you're not going to want to miss what Sally has to say. Let's get into the podcast. Say hello to our guests and tell us what is a fun fact about your industry that will really surprise our listeners. Hello, listeners. I'm so happy to be here talking to you. A fun fact about our industry. This is something, this is a fact that I just learned last week from a study is that reading for pleasure is the most important thing for a child's cognitive development. It is more important than their parents' level of education. It is a more powerful factor towards future life achievement than any kind of socioeconomic background. It may sound like a bit of a dry fact, but to me, it just speaks to the fact that it does not matter who you are, where you come from. If you have access to books and you can pick up a book and become immersed in it and become a reader, that is going to benefit your life in a positive way, no matter who you are. That's amazing. Where did you find that? Because that's like, that's an amazing fact, like any kind of book for pleasure. And you know what? The reason why I'm like, so I'm so like blown away by that. Um, Mm -hmm. A lot of my friends, I, I tend, I find pleasure in what I read. I I read every day. Like I can read two books a week, one book a week. Like I'm just always reading. And, but I, I really enjoy reading books to teach me about stuff. Like I just, Mm -hmm. I absolutely enjoy it. One of my friends was like, Hey, have you ever read this fiction novel novel? And I'm like, no. And she's like, you would really love it. I'm like, I might not, I might actually be stressed out reading thinking (laughs) that I should be doing something else that to learn, you know? (laughs) Right. Yeah. I, and it's, we can, we can get into this further into our conversation, but like in the way that you are more drawn towards reading to learn nonfiction. I want to know about this. Yes. Other people use it as a, as a way to unwind and escape. You can do both at the same time. I constantly have multiple books going on any given time, but there's, there's so many different avenues you can go, but I truly can't imagine my life without reading. I've always been a book kid. Yeah. I don't know what I would do with my time and what my brain would be doing if I wasn't reading. (laughs) That's so fun. You know, as a kid growing up, I loved reading and I got in with the wrong crowd who didn't like reading and Mm -hmm. I stopped reading. And then when I got older, I had to, I struggled getting back into reading. And now I absolutely love reading and I agree. Like, I don't know what I would do without reading. And it's amazing because so many more doors have opened up for me in my life and just in an understanding and conversations I'm able to have. So 
let's just unpack what you do. Like, what is the focus of your work? Absolutely. So Owlcrate is a subscription book box. I run our middle grade brand. So middle grade for anyone unfamiliar with the term, it's novels for kids who are, for the most part, reading on their own already. Um, typically, the, the bracket is like 8 to 12. Um, that can go up a little bit older. Obviously, younger kids who are big readers or if you're reading them together as a family can still enjoy them at 6 or 7. But it's that middle age, that middle ground where kids are becoming themselves, asking big questions and growing up, but they're not grown up yet. It's this beautiful in-between. So that is the age bracket that I'm always working with. And what I do with that is that I work with publishers every month. I choose a brand new book, a book that's just been newly published. Um, one that I truly connect with and just love and want kids to read. And then I build a theme around that book. Um, not just myself. I have I have a, a curation team that helps me with that. So we we build this theme around it. And then we send that out to our subscribers every month. So you get a brand new story every single month. So I we're we're a small company. I have my hands in in a little bit of everything, but but the the through line that connects everything. For me, the reason I do what I do is because of those books and getting those books to kids. Wow. I love that. You know, I just remembered I did, I did read a book that was fun. It was called Britfield. It was like oh, yeah. a lost crown. It was, but it, but the funny thing is the whole book was premised around factual things. So I, I, I can't, yeah. from it. I can't get away from it, but <laughs> I, I do. It's, that's awesome. So like what inspired you to start doing this? Was it your own personal love of reading or was it just like what you saw it do for children or maybe your own children or just children in general? It's funny that my, my path to this job, it's like, I, I didn't do it on purpose, but I think my subconscious was, was there the whole time pushing me in the right direction. As I said, I've always been a reader. I was a big reader as a kid. And then I, after high school, I didn't, I, I took quite a break from, from school. But by the time I got back around to it in my mid-20s, I had a much clearer focus of what I wanted to do. So I, I studied publishing. I studied both the magazine, more like the production of things, and then in university, um, like communication side and the, the, the publishing industry more. Throughout all of that time, I was also working to put myself through school. I worked at a toy store, which is actually where I met the founders of the company, Robert and Karina. We were all, you know, early 20s, just working this minimum wage job at a small local toy store. From that point, I went on to a children's specialty bookstore where I was like hand selling books to kids and parents and teachers. So I really got to be immersed more in the book side of things but always still had an eye on like, oh, these are the, these are the cool toy companies. These are the neat crafts that are coming out. So I sort of always had a toe in that. But then when I finished, uh, when I finished my university degree, I had been doing some part-time work with the founders of the company, just like with customer service, that kind of thing, just kind of helping them on the side. But the opportunity came up where I basically said, if you are willing to take a chance on me and let me launch a, a, a middle grade version of this young adult box that they had already very successfully created, then I would love to do that. And that was in 
I think we probably had that conversation end of 2016. And by 2017, we launched our first uh, middle grade box. So yeah, but the, the kernel of what has inspired me that whole time, I think was really cemented when I was working at the children's bookstore for anyone who's ever been to Vancouver, BC. It's called Kids Book in Vancouver. It's just the most incredible bookstore, but actually getting to talk to kids and, you know, convert a kid who doesn't think they're a reader and then find that book that actually interests them and they actually will read, whether it's a really cool novel or a graphic novel or a book of facts or whatever, like actually seeing that light turn on in a kid and being like, oh, I will read this and then having them come <laughs> back. It was, it's incredible. That's, I love it. that's my favorite part. I love it. Yeah. You know, I've been getting, since I've been getting into reading the last uh, four or five years, I, I'm a firm believer, and I know some people, other teachers from different subjects. I mean, I teach biology, physics, chemistry, and foreign language, but mm-hmm. I actually believe to the core of me that you can like literally X out everyone. I could, you can legitimately X out every, every subject and just keep reading and give them books on mm-hmm. all of these things. And they will learn exactly the same thing as if they were in a class learning on all the, I just, I firmly believe it. Like I, there's something to be said about going through a book and teaching a kid how to read a book, like how to become interactive with a book, how to, you know, pull out information from the book and actually apply it to their life. And like, I, I, I've told parents who like just recently wanted to get into homeschooling. I'm like, if you just give your kid a bunch of books that they really like to read I think you're going to be okay <laughs> like yeah. I don't think it's going to be a big deal <laughs> <laughs> well one of my like favorite terms that I have learned from the homeschooling community is go beyond the book it's once once this term was was presented to me basically it seemed so it just encapsulates encapsulates exactly what you just said go beyond the book you can take any book and extend it beyond what the story may be about like on the blurb on the back of the book but like there's learning opportunities everywhere and there's a book on everything so you can like we had a book earlier this year uh the theme of the box was creature companions the book was creatures of the in-between by cindy lynn such a fun adventure on the surface it's this action-packed fantasy adventure but you can create so many ways to learn beyond that you can learn about different cultures and their mythologies and the animals in their mythologies you can talk learn about like how to take care of animals because that's a big theme in the book you know the political structures of different societies and things like that and that's you know that's one example and one book and I'm sure there are things that I'm not thinking of map making you can like you know create it there's yeah (laughs) and yeah, there's just endless opportunities. Yeah, great. you know, just give them a stack of books. <laughs> seriously, and with all the things that you just finished speaking about, do you find that utilizing all of those different like strategies and techniques to reading help kids like who struggle with with um comprehension? Because I know when I grew up in school, like comprehension was so hard for me. Like I don't mm-hmm. even understand how. I mean, like. I would read the 
I would actually read the passage and then I would get questions. And a lot of the, a lot of times the question, I was a kid who just like needed to see the answer in the question. Mm-hmm. So I, cause I just, I just, did, I couldn't seem to like apply it, which is, I think for me now as an adult and as a teacher, I really focus in on showing them the like reading between the lines. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm like, so like, let me just show you how to see it because no one ever stopped and said, they're just like, Oh, your reading comprehension is terrible, you know, versus kind of like giving me some t- tips and techniques. Like, do you think, have you seen that these techniques have been able to help kids who are struggling, you know, with reading comprehension and just being able to connect the dots? I I think so. Yeah. Unfortunately, with being an online company at this point, it's rare that I get to actually speak to the kids, which is why I love so much when parents uh, or teachers write in and, and give us that kind of feedback. But absolutely, we've had lots of people write in and say, like, we tried this box sort of as a last ditch effort because my kid was behind their class and afraid of reading or just like, you know, using any any possible tactic to avoid doing any kind of reading homework, let alone pleasure reading, but that by having all these connections and like fun items that come with the box, whether it's, uh, you know, art supplies or uh, a second book that's more like activity based or a fun toy or something a little bit fidgety. It's all works to draw them in. And I'm also a huge proponent whenever possible. Obviously, people have incredibly busy schedules, but I think I think particularly in the homeschool world, this might be more common, but like no one's ever too old to be read to. Uh, oh, I love hearing sure. when families read these books together, even though the kid can read it by themselves. Why not read it together? And then you can ask them discussion questions and you like it's we get a lot of families reading them together. And I, I just love that. I agree. I agree. I have my husband read to me. <laughs> I do. <laughs> like I do. So I think, sweet. Yeah. I think it's really cool. Like he would read when we, when we started dating, he would do that all the time. He'd read books to me and I would just loved it. Cause I was able to like, listen and my imagination just went everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like I could read obviously, but it was just great to have that time. And then it was my turn to read to him. So I do agree with, with being able to listen. I mean, that's what audible is there too. For you. Yeah. Oh, I love audio. I, I personally don't listen to a lot of audio books. I'm more of a podcast person, which is why I was so excited to, to <laughs> be speaking to you, but I know that there is some incredible middle grade audio books out there. And yeah, like if you're, you know, building something with Lego at the same time, there's a good chance you're absorbing more than if you were just, just listening to the book. There's so many ways to take, to take that in. So yeah, yes to audio books. Love, love them. Totally. So I want to share some of the testimonies because I really kind of backs up and pads what you were saying about, you know, how kids and children who have overcome different, different challenges in reading fast, like learning differences. So one says my dyslexic child was, has trouble getting involved in reading. And I think that's a real big thing, like being able to like conceptualize and read, especially with dyslexia, because the Mm -hmm. words are like squishing and everything. So it's going a little bit haywire in their brain said that they were thrilled with the gift. All the extras in the box made them so interested to start the book. And I think that is a huge thing. When you have a kid who is hyper or has a learning challenge, to get them interested in focusing in on something will make whatever 
learning difference or challenge they have almost like less, you know what I mean? Because they, they have more of a will to do it when their will overcomes their their challenge or their obstacle. It doesn't seem so daunting. And another Absolutely. one says, I'm blown away by the thoughtfulness and quality of the items in each month. My daughter loves getting her box each month. It's probably like a gift, like a, it's like Christmas, you know, Absolutely. who doesn't love a box? <laughs> I get these boxes. I, I know everything that's going into these boxes. I'm still thrilled when it arrives every month. Getting mail that's not a bill yeah. <laughs> is so much fun. It's so much fun for everybody. It and yeah, like you said, you get to like unpackage this box full of goodies. It's totally it's really exciting. Yeah. And it all, yeah. The box of the book is at the bottom. So you have to dig through all the fun goodies first. And then you finally get to the book. Yeah. <laughs> and this other one said, my nine-year-old hated reading until recently. To help encourage him, my husband and I decided to try out Owl Crate junior and he was beyond excited to get his first one he was intimidated at first with the book but loves it now and the other one says my 12 year old son had so much fun opening these boxes the books offered him an opportunity to read from different authors subject matters that he would might not have chosen himself but now he loves these books i think it's fantastic and you know it's like I think that's why subscription boxes have been getting, you know, more popularity. Like, I mean, you can get your box of pre-prepped meals. You can get your box of, you know, someone else choosing your clothes. You can get a person mm -hmm. choosing what you're going to read this month. And it's kind of like, oh, they thought of me, you know, <laughs> and it's true. It's just like one of those like, oh, really cool things. That's really awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah. So yeah. where can the listeners connect with you and purchase um, their first Owl Crate box? So owlcrate.com is our our brand website, our, our main website. So we have, like I said, we've got the original young adult box, which is for ages 14 and up. Mine's for 8 to 12. And we will be launching a couple of other uh, things to that soon. There'll be an adult option soon. And there will also be a book only option soon. If you don't feel like you want all of the stuff with it, just in it for the book. Um, so alcrate.com. You can find us on social media at Alcrate Junior. That's on Facebook and Instagram. And you can contact if you have any questions for me, you want to talk about books, I'm always happy to. You can contact support at alcrate.com and that will come my way or message us on, on Instagram. And yeah, please, please ask questions. We really, really love connecting to, to readers out there, particularly within the homeschool community. I think it's such a beautiful, wide community. It's great to be involved with it. That's awesome. I love it. I love it. So as we're wrapping up our conversation, what is one takeaway you want to leave with our listeners from our conversation today? One takeaway I think something, especially I've been thinking a lot about summer reading and, you know, kids heading into their summer break. I think a lot of adults can get stuck on what kids are reading because it's not necessarily what they would want to read, but letting your kids read what they want in whatever format that may take, I think is so, so important. It 
will likely mean that later on down the road, they, they will want to pick up the thing that you originally wanted them to read. But if it's a graphic novel or something super silly or whatever it might be, just let them read it, especially over the summer. It will, it will develop that, that muscle to return to books again and again. I love that. Yeah. Right. It's like, just let them read. And as they're reading, they'll just like learn how to love to read again. They'll just spark that joy of reading. Honestly, I really wish I was my mother when I was younger, where she said reading was so important. I missed that on so many years of books and reading that, um, I just it can't make up for it as much that I want to right now, but um, it's it's beautiful. I love what you're doing. I love how you're making it so much fun and enjoyable, and it just it's exciting. So thank you so much, Sally, for coming on today and thank just you. sharing everything. I should also mention if anybody would like to subscribe to our box, you can save fifteen percent on your first order with Bex fifteen B E X fifteen, and it's it's still in development right now, but we are actually working on a whole sort of educational portal that uh that educators and yeah homeschoolers charter schools all that sort of thing um can access so stay tuned for that awesome all right guys go get your first subscription with bex 15 and get your first 15 percent off that's fantastic thanks again sally i think it's awesome thanks so much If you love the conversations we're having here on the Homeschool Advantage podcast, follow or subscribe our podcast to stay in the loop and never miss this amazing content. And please highly consider taking a minute to leave a positive rating and review to help others like you discover this show. See you next time.